Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Hello, everybody. It's Frank Gruber. Welcome back to the Startup of the Year podcast. Today, we've got a special episode for you with another special guest. I hope you're having a great day. I hope it's a fantastic week for you and you're enjoying our podcast. Today, we've got a special episode with John Guidos, the Director of Strategic Operations at Establish. She's, uh, he's going to be chatting with Catherine Rose, the founder of WiseHer. The two of them are going to talk about you know, how she created WiseHer, this network for advisors for women entrepreneurs, and dig into some of her startup experiences, uh, pointers for women who are trying to start companies in their careers. It's a great episode, so I can't wait for you guys to, to take a listen. But before we do, we couldn't get anywhere around this country without support of our American Airlines, our partner, in, uh, in travel. So I want to share a little bit more about what the Business Extra program offers and how it can help your business. With American Airlines, you can give your company's travel budget a lift. American Airlines Business Extra is a rewards program for companies that can help get the most out of your travel budget. It's free to join with no minimum flight or spend commitments. The more you fly with American Airlines and their partners, the more business extra points you earn. Points can be redeemed for round-trip flights, cabin upgrades, Advantage Gold status, Admiral Club memberships or passes, and your employees can continue to earn Advantage miles and your company earns business extra points at the same time. It's a win-win. Doesn't your business deserve something extra? Thank you, American Airlines. We couldn't get where we are, where we want to go without your support of your Business Extra program. It's a great program. Now we're going to dive into the interview and listen in to John Guidos from the Established Team talking with Catherine Rose, the founder of WiseHer. Let's take a listen. Hi, everyone. This is John Guidos from the Startup of the Year podcast. And I'm joined today by the very interesting and talented Catherine Rose of WiseHer. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi. Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me today. Well, I have to say that I'm very excited to have you on the show today to learn a little bit more about your journey, and I know that you've uh, worked with Startup of the Year for a long time now, so this is great for me to have a chance to connect with you, but why don't you start out and give our listeners a little bit of information about your, yourself, a little bit of background about the company, and how you started WiseHer. Great. Thanks so much. I um, Yes, I adore the Startup of the Year team. Um, I was a judge um, in 2018 and 2019, we were one of the top 100, which was a really phenomenal experience. But uh, yeah, I founded WiseHer about two years ago now. Um, I had decided that I wanted to go back and you know start something new again. About 10 years ago, I was working on Wall Street and the mortgage market melted down. And at the same time, I was uh, pregnant with my first child and unfortunately my mom had a brain aneurysm that left her paraplegic and I had to start all over again and it was a really challenging time and what I found was I didn't have a deep bench of advisors I had a lot of mentors and folks that I could tap into in that way but I really needed someone to tell me like how to do it right how some practical tactical advice on how to reinvent myself and what direction I should go in um, and I didn't have that. And so I had to go and build a network and I tapped into, um, you know, some folks I'd found online. I paid a bit for their time 
And then I very quickly was able to establish myself as a search engine optimization specialist. And then I went on to be a social media consultant for very large brands worldwide. Um, a large uh, a speaker, international speaker, wrote nine books and did all these things very simply because I was able to find people that would help me, you know, get to the next level. So Wise Her was really created, you know, with that in mind. Um, and especially women, there's big challenges with they don't have this deep bench of advisors and people that they can just tap into. In fact, 90% of women-owned businesses are solopreneurs. So when I decided to start Wise Her two years ago, it was really just to offer, you know, a access to my network because people were asking me all the time, do you know somebody who can do X, Y, Z, you know? And then also because I noticed that there were so many that, you know, again, mentor networks and things and coaches and they're great and helpful, but oftentimes they lack that practical, tactical advice. So we wanted to bring all of this, um, all of this information make it very accessible for women. And we also have men too, but um, we wanted to really target women. Some of those statistics you just mentioned are wild and I really commend you for uh, solving a, a problem out there. Those disparities are unfortunate and uh, therein lies some opportunity. So if you don't mind, would you mind uh, walking through the user experience for um, somebody that comes across your service? Yeah, sure. So why is her... Again, we provide on-demand advice for women to accelerate their business or career. And the idea is, is that we have, uh, right now we have a little over 200 experts. I have about 2,000 that are slowly, you know, have, had said they want to come in and they're slowly coming in as we speak. And they are all there to help women accelerate their business or career and help them go farther faster. So in terms of the user experience, you can come to wiseher.com, click on uh, find my expert. And right now it's self-directed because we're just trying to really see what kinds of challenges? I mean, we have research on our own. I have about 150,000 people on my email list. You know, we've done a lot of research and there's a lot of research out there, but we wanted to really see what the, the major challenges were. So you come in and you say, okay, I have a challenge with marketing or sales or, um, you know, search engine optimization or things like that. And then you can search by the, those experts and each one of the experts has a profile. And you very simply just set a time to talk with them. Oh, wow. That sounds truly incredible. Um, so what process do you all have for vetting the advisors that you have on your system? Well, the first thing is you can't apply to be an expert. You have to be invited. And right now, I'm just currently inviting my own uh, experts that I have in my in my own network. Um, I have, I, I'm, I'm somebody that really keeps in touch with people for many years. And I have everybody from when I was on Wall Street and even prior to that, all the way through technology. I'm on the Advancing Women in Technology Educational Council worldwide. Um, there's just so many people that I've been very fortunate to have in my network. So that's where I'm first tapping into is really, is this person a subject, uh, recognized subject matter expert? And are they understanding that, you know, sometimes we have to be very mindful of when, when folks are calling and asking for advice, sometimes they're looking for validation and not for feedback. So we want to make sure that we're, they're understanding that when, when folks are calling in, it's not a time to tell them their business is wrong or tell them that they're doing something wrong. It's, it's, it's really just giving them that, that confidence and 
um, the guidance that they need to go forward faster. So I think that's part of it. And three, we do a, um, our, our business is set up as a social enterprise. So we give a portion of our proceeds back every year in the form of grants uh, to help women uh, accelerate their businesses or corporate education for women to help them accelerate their career. And so we ask the experts to give their time away for less than they would normally do. So each call is $49 for 30 minutes and $99 for 60 minutes. It's a flat rate. And so all the experts that are coming in understand that they're doing this because it's mission-based. Well, I'll tell you what, in one of my past lives, I was a co-founder of a, a company and I would have paid far more than that for those types of services that you're talking to. Because one of the things I learned very early on was to surround uh, myself with good people that could help answer the questions that maybe I didn't have the answer or solution to at the time. Now, if you don't mind me asking, what uh, what's your current status for capital? Do you all, have you raised a round of capital or what does that look like? How do you all um, provide resources for the company? Well, we, you, I, you know, we bootstrapped it. I taught myself enough code to be dangerous. I mean, really, I, I learned um, from Free Code, Free Code Camp and Code Academy. I taught myself um, HTML and PHP enough to be dangerous. So we, <laughs> so I, um, I had to bootstrap it, and you know, we were starting to raise now, um, but we're also going after some grants and some non-dilutive funding and things because you know it's it is challenging out there, especially for women um, having a, a, a women-focused network. It's a little bit challenging for us, and so we've just had to kind of, you know, build it from the ground by ourselves. Well, that's definitely the way to do it. Uh, you know, the more uh, investment capital that you take on, the more of your company you give away. So everybody knows those stories, and I don't need to be the one to tell everybody about that. But, uh, you know, actually, a lot of companies that have been featured with Startup of the Year and on this podcast as well have obtained investor uh, funding by way of uh, listening and viewership. So, uh, hopefully one of those investors that you are looking for finds you on this podcast and can help you out. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, and from our perspective is, you know, we, we actually, so we launched six weeks ago. We launched right before startup of the year. Um, we've, we've had, we have customers, which is fantastic. Three days after we launched, we had our first customer, first paying customer that wasn't our mother or our sister. So that was really exciting. And I've also closed my first enterprise account. So we actually have, you know, a decent amount of revenue in six weeks of launching. So um, and Startup of the Year has been such an amazing uh, resource for us. We actually do have some investors who are interested from our connections with Startup of the Year. And I just can't thank you and your team enough for all of the support that you've given me and given Wise Her. Well, that's really great to hear because one of the reasons we're here and one of our main objectives is to help out companies. Uh, earlier stage companies similar to yours and, and others. So that's really great to hear. Now shifting gears a little bit, uh, one of the things we like to do on this podcast and our listeners enjoy is learning some tips and tricks from people such as yourself that are out there running an earlier stage company. So uh, with that being said, any any words of advice for our listeners that may be running an earlier stage or a startup? Absolutely. So first is something I can tell you is, you know, build your network before you need one. You know, so many startup founders, especially I see out there, you know, they they focus on the product, which of course is important, but then who's going to buy it, right? And they have to go out and spend an inordinate amount of money on Facebook ads and these different things to drive demand. 
And if you build this network um, before you actually need it, then you can tap into it. I mean, we haven't, it's funny, an investor asked me the other day, like, you know, what's your cost per acquisition? And I was like, zero. I mean, we literally have not spent any money on marketing or advertising um, at this point. And so I think that's part of it. Um, the second thing is, is, is show up. You know, I think a lot of the things that I have been able to, to do in my team has been able to do with Wise Her and getting the word out there is we just, we show up. You know, when I was asked to be a judge at Startup of the Year uh, in 2018 by, by Jen and Frank, I, I showed up and uh, it was a really great experience. And I, the following year I applied and I was uh, luckily, lucky enough to get chosen and we showed up, you know, and, um, and follow up. I think, you know, we got a, a number of connections and I'm always finding folks to connect with. And the really important thing is just consistently follow up with people. So I definitely would say that build the network, you know, before you need it, as you're building your product, because it usually takes, you know, I mean, you can start something really quickly, but at the same time, it takes a while for that to ramp. And while you're doing that, or if you have a startup idea right now, start building that network and keep it going. And then the second thing really is show up, um, follow up. And then really the last thing is, this is not easy. You know, it's so funny. I was telling, I think I'm even told uh, the folks at Startup of the Year, you know, when I graduated college, and I know I'm totally dating myself, but <laughs> when I graduated college, you know, it wasn't a thing to be your own boss. You know, if you went to start your own company, it was because you were unemployable. You know, nobody went out and started their own company. And now everyone is starting their own company. Everyone I meet is a VC, right? And so it's, and there's so much press around, you know, this company got 10 million and this one got 100 million and those kinds of things. And it's amazing, right? It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be able to disrupt and solve problems. But at the same time, it's, it's hard. You know, this is not easy. And so you have to understand that even if you got $100 million, like you said, you know, even if you raise that money, not only are you giving away a lot of your company, but, you know, there are those people are want their money back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you have to be really um, you have to be really resilient and you're going to have some great weeks and you're going to have some terrible days and you're just going to have to understand that for me, it's the mission that keeps me going. Right. So that's really that's really a lot of it, too. Well, I got to tell you, it sounds to me like you guys are doing things the right way. So I've always said and always believed that, you know, if you go to market telling people about, you know, we have this great product or this great service out there, that's one thing. But going to market with uh, already a, a power player in the space or a big customer already utilizing your platform definitely piques people's interest uh, a lot more. And also to that point um, could potentially, you know, if and when, company were to raise a round of capital would help, um, you know, provide a, a larger valuation and uh, potentially allow you to keep a larger stake of your company up front. So anyways, with that being said, I also wanted to ask, you know, where do you see Wise Her in, let's say, five years? I mean, what's the ultimate goal and, and where would you like to see the company in the near future? I think the biggest thing for us is we want to have an impact. And I know that sounds, you know, a little bit counterintuitive. I mean, we're, we're a for-profit company, so we certainly want to, um, you know, we certainly want to to create opportunity and revenue for ourselves and for investors and um, for our for our customers because we do give grants back, you know, for women businesses. I'd like to see us be able to be measuring 
impact. So we've already had, as I mentioned, some customers. And as soon as the, the calls end, the reviews get posted. I was able to, you know, I was able to do something I wasn't able to do before, or now I have the confidence to go to the next step. So that's for us, what we want to do is create this, this, and we're worldwide. I mean, I have, thankfully, you know, very blessed to have contacts all over the world. And a lot of those 2000 additionals are from, you know, just places all over. And so we want to, grow to have a global impact. We're working with the State Department on some some programs with them. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, that 90% of women entrepreneurs are solo and 88% are under 100,000 in revenue, 88% under 100,000. So we want to see those numbers start to slowly creep up. I mean, if we could increase the, the uh, you know, the women entrepreneurs hiring one part-time employee, I mean, we can make a huge impact in, um, you know, in the economy. And then if we were able to just raise their revenues by 10%, I mean, that could make a, a huge difference in people's lives. So, and this isn't just a US problem, this is a global problem. And so we want to just see the impact uh, of, our, uh, of our experts, of our networks, and of our grants and help these people grow their businesses and careers. Well, you picked an amazing problem to solve and myself and Startup of the Year, we wish you nothing but the best and look forward to hearing more about you and your company in the very near future. And at this point of the podcast, what we like to do is provide an opportunity for for you to uh, plug anything that you have coming up soon or provide contact information should anyone want to contact you and hopefully one of our listeners is a, a big strategic investor out there that can help provide you all with the resources um, to help grow your company so you know let everybody know where to reach you all at so absolutely uh, at wiseher.com w-i-s-e-h-e-r.com and I am extremely active on LinkedIn, um, on all the social channels. I'm active on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So you can find us on, on any of those. And our handle on Twitter is at GetWiseHer and same on Facebook and Instagram. So yeah, we're pretty active socially. So you'll, you'll, be, you'll be seeing us around. Well, great stuff, Catherine. I thank you so much for being on the show. And we look forward to hearing more from you and WiseHer in the near future. Thank you. What a great conversation. Really love seeing women helping women, especially women entrepreneurs, as they look to to push ahead and create companies that make the world a better place. So thank you for what you're doing, Catherine. And thank you, John, for talking with Catherine today. Great conversation. Well, we're coming to the end of the line here, and we couldn't do what we're doing without the support of Silicon Valley Bank. So I wanted to have Rich Malloy from our established team share a little bit more about what SVB is doing for startups. Absolutely. So today's episode of the Startup of the Year podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley Bank. And you know the, the team at Established, we've been building startup communities for 13 years. And Silicon Valley Bank consistently shows up, adds value, supports startups, and supports their clients. They're more than just bankers. You know, they're mentors, they're advisors, they're super connectors. And we love having the SVB team at our events because they bring a depth of knowledge about startup markets that just doesn't exist from most service providers. And they always treat their founders with respect. And so if you're not banking with Silicon Valley, if you're using, say, a, a traditional retail bank like the one on the corner, there's nothing wrong with those banks. But if you're using that, a traditional retail bank, 
and you plan to raise venture capital, you need to bank with SVB. Your retail banker might not even know what the heck venture capital is, but SVB team does this day in and day out. This is their specialty. They've worked, they've been through the fundraising process with thousands of startups, and they have additional resources to see you through the process and help you succeed. We love SVB, and we're grateful that they're that they're supporting the uh, the Startup of the Year podcast. And so, visit svb.com slash next to learn more. That's svb.com slash next. So Silicon Valley Bank, ideas bank here. Thank you, Rich, and thank you, SVB. We couldn't do what we're doing without your support, so we thank you. And I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. We try to bring great insights to the forefront and working with different folks we see around the ecosystems we work in. So thank you for listening, and thank you, Catherine Rose and, and John Guidos, for sharing your conversation. We hope you enjoyed the program, and hope you listen to the next one, too. I'm Frank Gruber. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and we'll be back with another episode soon. 